To stay on top in business, stay on top of your technology with the new Business Desk podcast, the business of tech. Listen on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. It's time. Time for questions. Time for answers. Time for facts. Time for opinion. Time for Heather Duplessis Allen Drive with Vodafone. Changing to One New Zealand in 2023. News Talk ZB. Afternoon. The number of patients waiting more than a year for their first specialist appointment is 17 times higher now than it was three years ago. This has been revealed by a government task force set up to reduce waiting times. They've got 101 recommendations to fix it. Andrew Connolly is the chair of that task force, also Chief Medical Officer at Health New Zealand County's Manukau. Hi, Andrew. Hi, Heather. Why have the waiting lists blown out like this? Well, it's a combination of factors. Obviously, COVID didn't help whatsoever, uh, and that fundamentally is uh, the major problem, um, which has led to considerable pressures on resources and staffing. But over the last two and a half years, the, particularly in those first couple of years where we had repeated lockdowns and so on, and before we had vaccines in that first 12 months, the amount of activity we could safely get done in the um, system dropped significantly, uh, which, of course, meant that waiting lists expanded. So basically now that we've got COVID out of the way, no more increase in waiting lists? Well, that is our expectation. So COVID hasn't gone, but the severe effects of it, we hope, have. So we've got to make sure that the system is... Resi- is we've got to rebuild the system to be resilient to factor in COVID as part of our business as usual is probably the simplest way of looking at it. So our report and recommendations are not just designed to get rid of the existing backlog. They're also designed to ultimately build a system that's far more resilient and can withstand these sort of problems to keep delivering care in a much more timely fashion. So what's your number one fix, the most important thing you've recommended? Probably the most important um, at this point, uh, there's, there's probably two or three that equally line up. One is consistency of decision-making, because that gets rid of this uh, uh, variation around the country that we can't defend. The second is to maximise the advantages of no longer having individual DHB boundaries so that we can uh, maximise our use of resources and make sensible investment. And um, the next thing is to be very... Um, very clear that the way to reduce and then eliminate excessive waiting is to be very disciplined about how we schedule and manage uh, patients. And so attacking the, um, obviously we have to do the urgent work uh, as we're doing and have done during the COVID period, but we also need to schedule those who have been waiting the longest um, in a much more systematic way than uh, we've necessarily uh, done. In that just years. sounds. Do you know what that sounds like? We're just rationing, rationing healthcare, no, aren't no, we? No, not at all. No, because no, I don't hear that. We're not putting any extra nurses and no extra doctors, no, no extra no, beds, no, no extra buildings. You haven't let me uh, answer those questions. So uh, they're simple things that, as the workforce improves, we will see higher outputs. If we just add, if we just get two extra cases done per um, planned care operating room per week across the country, not per day, but just per Mm. week, 
that's 14,500 operations over 12 months. Now, you know, if you do three cases, that's 21,000. If we are smarter with how we utilise um, capacity in the private sector, we can do that without threatening losing more staff from public to private and add more cases on that. When we get to the point about first specialist assessments, if we are more consistent with um, how we uh, particularly follow up patients so that we don't duplicate appointments and stop wasting, and if we stop wasting patients' time, just a 10% reduction in unnecessary appointments will generate 125,000 appointment slots in 12 months. So we need to grow capacity. We're not looking to sort this problem out by removing people off the waiting list. We want them treated. Right. And we want to grow the capacity to treat more. Andrew, what are we going to do about these people dying in ED? Well, uh, that's obviously terrible. And um, look, like everyone, I extend my condolences to the whānau of the people who have been affected. It's, it's just awful. But um, the key message is that we do want people to come to ED if they are sick. We have to therefore grow the capacity in the emergency department to see people quicker than uh, we currently have. Part of the, obviously, emergencies are not part of planned care, but if we don't get the planned care done, some of those cases turn into emergency, into emergency, so we need to manage that well. Um, we do need to build up our staffing levels. I think we need to be very serious about... Um, how we uh, address the flow of patients through the system, so better access into primary care, primary care having better access to diagnostic tests and so on. So these things will all help, um, but at the moment, uh, the sheer demand for the services, I think, is indicative of the fact that people have struggled probably over the last couple of years to access health care as well as they needed to. All right, Andrew, thank you. Andrew Connolly, Task Force Chair, Chief Medical Officer of Health at Health NZ um, Counties Manukau. And if you're wondering what I'm talking about with the people dying in ED, the latest one, of course, is a four-year-old who died in Wellington Regional Hospital last month. I uh, was in there for six, month, for six hours before moved into the recess room and it was just too late. If you enjoyed this podcast, you will love our New Zealand Herald podcast, The Little Things, hosted by me, Francesca Rudkin, and my good friend, Louise Airy. We focus on all the little things that you can do to make a positive impact on your life and to cut through the confusion from the health and wellness industry. Join us every Saturday to hear from the experts for all the tips and advice you need. Just search The Little Things on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.